Welcome to Effed Up Successes, the weekly creative entrepreneurs podcast about failing upwards and navigating the journey of authentic growth. Welcome to the Thunderdome, everybody. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. You're here on our podcast. Um, thanks for joining us. This is Effed Up Successes. I'm your host, Rachel, alongside this beautiful, fabulous woman next to me, Linny. Mm-hmm. That's me. I'm Linny. Hi. That's Linny. Um, guys, if you if you didn't listen to the intro, our little kind of pilot episode, go back and do that. Don't skip ahead. Don't be a skipper. Don't do that. Um, nobody likes that. So listen to our first intro, but basically we're here to talk to you about failing upwards and being creative entrepreneurs and how um, rocky that road can be. And while you absolutely can ex- achieve greatness and success, you're going to probably hit a bunch of bumps along the way. So yep. we're, we're talking about how to like dust yourself off and pick yourself back up and mm-hmm. keep going mm-hmm. or decide maybe if this is not the right or maybe it's not the right thing, thing for you. you. Maybe yeah. you're Rocky. Maybe you're like the guy that sells Rocky hot dogs. That's okay too. Yeah. It's totally fine. Both or maybe cheesesteaks, right? Probably cheesesteaks. Probably cheesesteaks. He probably, Rocky, do you think Rocky eats hot dogs? Like yeah. to stay in incredible shape like that though? I mean, it's probably like his like you have to comfort be very strictly food, right? his guilty like regimented. midnight snack. I feel like I have to go back and watch Rocky again now just to make sure he doesn't eat a hot dog in the episode. Okay. If um, you know the answer to this, like email us. Yeah, we're changing our name to Rocky's Hot Dogs. So, yeah. Welcome to Rocky's Hot Dogs. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Um, so this episode, we're going to be talking about learning from your mishaps. Uh, to kind of kick things off, we'll be talking about our greatest failures and successes. Um, recent things, I know I have a real hot take on some stuff that I was texting you angrily about the other day, which we'll so many angry go into. texts. Most of our relationship so far has been me being angry about something and you basically being like, Rachel, calm down. Which is why we work together so well, because I'm like, oh, no, you're right. I am being we're, ridiculous. We're very balanced. You're right. I can't fight the world. Okay. Well, I okay. need that, you know, that little spark, the little feistiness in, oh, my, yeah. in my life. Oh, girl. Rachel. I got that spice in your salsa. She's my spicy girl. Oh. Hey. <laughs> you're, what would you, what would you, would you be like my, you're the guac to my salsa? That works. <gasps> That's perfect. Or am I like the baking soda to your, like, grease fire? <laughs> Not calling you a grease fire. But do I, I have a fucking grease fire. Do I, do that I, is so accurate. No, agree The baking soda to your fucking I mean, grease fire. Maybe don't throw water on Rachel. I like don't throw water on me like a goddamn, uh, not Furby. What's the thing that looks like a Furby? Okay, it's a gremlin. It's a gremlin. But like a gremlin, yeah, I will wet. go wild on She'll turn into stripe. Don't mm-hmm, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, my beautiful baking soda, this episode, we're going to be talking about learning from your mishaps. But before we dive into that... How was your um, How was your week? Where have you been? What have you been doing? What are your successes and failures this week? I want to know all about it. Yeah, so we're gonna be uh, kicking off each episode with our weekly successes and mm-hmm. failures. So for me, um, let's do good news first. Um, Definitely success. So uh, I am. I should tell you. So I do have a pretty successful wedding business company, and we've been in business yeah. since 2013. Love it. Um, and you'll hear a lot more about it in this episode, but I'm actually doing a full rebrand name and all, um, and I am launching that within the next week. You heard it here first, everybody. Right. Breaking news. Pew, 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 pew. Breaking. That's like the, <laughs> the, the, the <laughs> Yeah, like the, the ticker tape at the yeah, bottom of the news exactly. thing. I gotcha. Well, I gotcha. You. I, I hope you got it, listeners. Y- if you didn't get it, again, you can fuck right off. That's, That's right. fine. <laughs> Um, I love that. That's a great success. I'm super, super pumped. I'm I'm hoping that people are going to like 
receive it well. I'm uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's it's totally your life path. Yeah. I I feel like this has been a long time coming. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I I actually regret waiting so long. So, yep. um, and we'll talk about regrets here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. my fail for the week. So, um, if you can hear the little rasp in my voice, making me sound a lot, you know more seductive than Super I am. Super sultry. Um, I'm getting over. Welcome to Love Talk and Slow Jams oh with Linny the Lover Hughes. That's right. I feel like it's like late night, mm-hmm. like jazz. Yeah. You should see this room right now. We've got <laughs> cheetah print. We've got a disco ball. And stripes. Black disco light. Ball. No, black light's probably not good for What about some times. lava lamps, maybe? Lava lamps <laughs> is de- definitely the better option. Setting Guys, don't, if you ever want to to have relations again don't use a black light when you're doing that i just it's actually <laughs> but a terrible load idea. up on the lava lamps Lo- all the lava lamps <laughs> so my fail for this week so I, i'm i'm sick i'm getting over a cold and oh, i no. decided to treat myself i went and got my hair done Hashtag treat yourself and it looks um, beautiful thank you you're a beautiful ray it's of very sunshine blonde and short now but i um i had a coughing fit and this really isn't a fail it's actually like oh my god this is fucking hilarious so i was sitting in the chair just like talking to my like hairstylist who was amazing i've been seeing her for like 10 years um loyal forever mm-hmm. and like i start hacking up my lungs like just coughing and coughing and lenny's part cat i'm pretty sure everybody thinks i've got like hair the bubonic plague right oh, like i'm dying okay. yeah to the point where i almost vomited on my hair <laughs> that's the best fail She's like, do you need do you need to stand up and go somewhere? Do you need to step outside? Do you need to leave this do place you need and to never get come away back? from me? <laughs> do we need to burn this whole salon down? So I, yeah, so I almost well, that was sort the of first. like rice and poisoning. Did you bring into this place? Oh right my god, now? yeah, that's incredible. Right, no anthrax in my purse. Well, just shout the out plague. to the local salon that yeah. didn't get uh, anthrax. Right, poisoning. so sorry, Lauren. If you get sick, it was probably me. Sorry, Lauren, about your Ebola. Right, so yeah, so I. I almost, it's been a long time since I party hard and like maybe would have vomited on somebody. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I almost did that to my loyal, amazing hairstylist. Yeah. I almost lost my hairstylist. That would have been my fail. Oh, yeah. but you didn't. But so I technically. Didn't. It's I reeled it back in. It was like a little baby almost fail. Yeah. And then you c- yeah. you kept together, girl. I'm happy that this is the, the closest thing to a fail. But yeah, I almost vomited over one of my favorite persons. So it, that's, it, that's good. I think that's a perfect fail for yeah. the week. Perfect. What about you, Lauren? Or Lauren? Hello, Hi, hairdresser. I'm Lauren now. <laughs> hairdresser Lauren. Changed my personality. Rachel Rice. That's How about me. you? I, I know you uh, You were doing a lot of traveling this week. Do you I have some, some fun successes and fails to share? I do. I just got back from Canmore, Alberta, Canada. Um, we were scouting for location for a client's weddings. Insanely gorgeous. It's basically not even real. It's like the movie What Dreams May Come and or Bob Ross's Wet Dream. I'm sorry for telling everybody Shout out, that. Bob Ross. Shout out, Bob <laughs> Ross. I poured one out for my homie the other That's day right. when we were there. Um, yeah, so successes. Um, I will say the first immediate success was you get we got to Canmore, and immediately outside of a resort and just all across the town, there's just bunnies everywhere. I mean, and I don't mean just like wild hair. There's like someone's pet bunny got out and was like, you know, it did what bunnies do. And now there's just hundreds of bunnies all over the town. So I, um, we ended up stopping in a grocery store to get some, I don't even remember, like pens or something. Provisions. <laughs> some provisions pens. for our trip. Yeah. <laughs> pens. I don't know. I don't stopping think we at the pen, pen store. Yeah. We stopped at the pen store in Canada. There's tons of those up there. And, um, I got some carrots, so I got some carrots so I could feed the bunnies, and I got to just, like, chill on somebody's front lawn. I definitely was trespassing, but I got to chill on somebody's front lawn and feed 
wild bunnies and it was like and there were there were baby bunnies it was the so can i just interrupt you for one second so Please, um, obviously you'll learn a little bit more about rachel and myself throughout the pro- the podcast but rachel is like not even joking a real life like fairy tale snow white i love it this animals. chick rescues birds out of her garage like she has Humming animals birds. that like come up to her mm-hmm. it's and, like we're, dream. another reason like where you get along so well is we're both like huge tremendous big animal time. lovers big, big but time. this chick bigly at, bigly huge huge bigly huge the the biggest <laughs> animal lover you'll ever ever meet that's right I love animals more than anyone. That's right. Nobody can love animals as much as Rachel. God, but anyway, so no, for, I know. Please drink some more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on it. So, yeah. So she is, you know, everybody's just attracted to Rachel. What? Like, if you're an animal, if you're, you're attracted a, to Rachel. If, me, if you're like a serial killer, yes. If you're like a baby bunny, yes. If you're a normal, wholesome person, you're probably very repulsed by my personality. You're False. like, wow, I need to get away. Oh, let me get on your level. I'm wrong. <laughs> wrong. Erroneous. Oh, that was yelling. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, no, so that was my success, petting these beautiful bunnies. Um, I also saw some elk. Um, failure. I don't know how much I can talk about the, the fails um, without incriminating myself to certain things. <clears throat> so... <laughs> So let's just preface this with um, parental advisory, explicit content warning. Um, in Canada, and, and a lot of parts in the United States now, weed is legal. And there's literally just like cute little boutique shops, like dispensaries that you go to up there that it, literally it's like a Volcom or like a PacSun <laughs> store, but like they sell weed, right? Perfect, yeah. So I was like, I am in Canada, you know, one in Rome, you got to check it out. So I went and we bought some stuff and, um, we, for the first time since I was like, you know, 16 years old, um, we went out into the woods before this beautiful raft tour, two and a half hour raft tour down the Bow River, which was insanely beautiful. So we, you know, I smoked right before and I was like, cool, this stuff is super mild. I feel like... I feel really good. Like, I, I f- I'm not, like, you know, altered. I just feel good, right? So, because um, I have a lot of chronic pain stuff that I'm sure we can talk about later. But um, so we get on this boat tour, and it's us and this lovely family of four from Ireland. Um, and it's a raft, right? It's not, we're not on a boat. It's a little dinghy. We're all very close proximity to each other. And there's our guide. I think his name is Chris. If not, I'm sorry, but he's Chris for this story. And then Babs, who is our bird watcher, who's oh, pointing all this stuff. Babs. So we're on this boat tour. Um, I'm really enjoying it. It's just really peaceful. I brought gummy bears and trail mix and water and Hershey's bars, which I was sharing with everybody. It was a really magical moment. And I was just thinking to myself, like, wow, this is really great. I'm enjoying it. And I, I feel great. And... Afterwards, so of course, we asked one of the boat operators to take the the boat, the raft people to raft take a guide. Babs. Actually, she was the she was the the birding person. Oh, I also because I'm an idiot and drank a bunch of wine and water and coffee beforehand, had to make them pull over to an island so I could get out and pee, um, in the for in like on like an island in the river, in the woods for the first time since I was like eight years old. So that's that's probably I think. That be a win i don't know that's a win that's a win um taking it back but then afterwards i asked them to take a photo of us and i looked back at the photo again me thinking i am completely good i'm just feeling good and of course this is the photo and i don't know if you can describe (laughs) it for people 
Um, oh, man. I look incredibly altered. <laughs> it is not even... <laughs> I don't know. You guys, I'm looking at this photo. I don't really know how to... Ex- <laughs> explain the expression on her face she almost I, looks like a proud mom i'm very like pineapple express in this photo oh you do look like, mm-hmm, like james mm-hmm. franco from pineapple like, express. yeah yes that's like if you if you remember him in that film constantly stoned out of his mind yeah. that's what i look like but what's crazy is i didn't because it was like a half and half it's supposed to be more for like body because i have again chronic back issues i did something weird to my hand and i was like i just need i don't want to take tylenol we're gonna put this photo up on our instagram story right. so you guys can that's fine can that's see. fair that's yeah. fair that's so gonna understand. be the most controversial let's start with a controversy. it's really good you guys Again, it is absolutely 100% legal in Canada. There was nothing illegal about what I did. It was just a nice little boat ride. But then I look back on it, I'm like, everybody knew <laughs> that I was. But they still took your gummy bear. They still took my gummy bears yeah. and they still took my trail. Well, no, I think Alex ate my trail mix, but everybody else took my gummy bears. So, like, clearly they, they didn't, didn't think care. I was some debaucherous, crazy human. Right. Mom, one um, in Rome. One in Rome. So that I was my, awesome. that was kind of my failure. <laughs> that was my failure. But it was a really lovely boat it ride. It was a good so. fail. So I think we both had, like, Good fails. Funny fails. Funny, yeah. good fails. Yeah, Nothing some severe. a little bit more G-rated than others. Yeah. But that's kind of the story of both of our lives, I think. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love it. So let's talk about um, let's talk about learning from your mishaps. Sure. So that, I don't, I mean, I, I learned, obviously, that I need to be more, I need to carry a mirror around with myself <laughs> if I'm ever going to do that again. Um, but <laughs> I think, in general, mishaps, when you learn. When you, you know mishap. what? Sorry. Yeah, you know what me. she looked like, you guys? You know when you were younger <laughs> oh, no. and, like, you would maybe drink and still, you would, maybe oh. you're still living at home. <laughs> or, like, you would come home and, like, have to carry on a conversation with, like, mm-hmm. your parents. Yeah. And you just have, like, that little fake smile, like, plastered, like, everything <laughs> yeah. is okay in, in the world. And, like, secretly, you're, like, really, like, just three you're sheets. So and dr- you're yep. so drunk. Mm-hmm. Room is spinning. But, like, you have to carry on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she looks like. Yeah. Like, every drunk person at a wedding that I see that thinks that they're sober. Oh yeah, or like they talking like to, to me. play that game of like, I bet this person can't figure out how yeah. drunk I actually yeah. am. That's that's basically that's what it looks like. That's how she looks. It was very, it was very funny because I remember looking back on it and I was like, what? <laughs> oh, well, clearly that was me for two hours. I'm like, how many boat. conversations did they have about the stoned girl on the boat after that? Who's peeing on an island? Who peed on an island? Yeah. Well, that's my that's my week. That's so, your adventure. Of the hey, week. everybody. So, <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry to interrupt. So we're talking about learning from our mishaps, basically <sighs> like. The whole point of our, our podcast. Yeah. Um, so this is a pretty important mm-hmm. uh, topic for us. So mm-hmm. um, I think Rachel and I both kind of have, um, maybe we want to talk about, you know, bigger fails that we had mm-hmm. starting out and how they've kind of shaped our, our companies. Mm-hmm. So did you want to start with, with your fail? Yeah. I mean, th- there's innumerable, right, numbers mm-hmm. of failures of that I've had. Um, it's funny because I actually experienced kind of a failure from another vendor, lately. Oh yeah. That's that, a I, good one. that I was texting you and everyone I know angrily about. And it's funny because speaking of Krista, we talked about her on the first episode. Um, she was like, yeah, I, Rachel, I, I know where you are with this right now. You're very angry. Cause again, I have very deep seated anger issues. And she was like, but you need to like, this is not a, you need to ruin this person's life moment over. And I was like, ah, okay. Very true. Which is what I love and appreciate about her. She can like reel me back in and be mm-hmm. like, you're overreacting a little bit. Um, so we had, you know, overall we had an issue with a vendor, um, where there was a, there was a problem and I kind of not, I don't want to say I called them out on it, but I let them know about it because I think it's very, I think that accountability is very important in this industry because, you know, other than our clients, there's nobody else there to keep us accountable. Right. So if, if I mess up, um, my client may know, but like nobody else in the world knows. So 
my biggest thing is, you know, if, if we work together on something and I mess something up, I want you to feel comfortable enough to come tell me to give me constructive criticism. Otherwise, you know, what what am I here for, right? Because, again, that's, I think, part of growth. So we had an issue with a vendor the other day, and it was the way that this other vendor handled it was just not, I think, the best situation. So my my kind of process for dealing with, with fuck-ups is um, I think it's, like, a, a very a, – a pretty simple four-step process, right? So it's not um, – I'm obviously boiling it down to the basics. It's much more complicated in most situations. But I think the the four things you need to do when you fuck up is you need to own it, right? You need to acknowledge it. That's that's the biggest thing. That's sometimes the hardest thing for a lot of people. Um, Apologize. People appreciate when you apologize for fucking up because I think a lot of people, it's scary to do that because that is part of the acknowledgement. Um, And then I think an attempt to fix it is really key. Absolutely. So saying, hey, listen, I know this happened. I, I, you know, totally shit the bet on this. What can I do? to fix it. And then follow up, I think is also very important because I think what happens when some of us really mess up big and even small things, it's embarrassing. Number one, to acknowledge it. It's, it's reiterating the embarrassment to say, Hey, I'm I'm sorry. I recognize that I, I'm not a perfect human and I failed. Um, and then to try to fix it takes a lot of courage as well. Mm -hmm. And then to follow up to be like, wow, this is the thing I just want to put behind me and completely ignore, but to follow up and be like, Hey, this is, I understand this thing happened. How do I fix it? How do I make the situation better? I think that's very important. And I I recognize that through my own experiences, my own failures, but also whenever I'm dealing with someone else, either in a personal relationship or in a business way, um, vendors, obviously, if somebody messes up, but they, they own it, they apologize, they try to fix it, and they follow up, those four things, I will absolutely work with a person again if they kind of go through that that in my brain what I've kind of you know conjured up as this four step process Um, also P.S. The Conjuring is the movie that I was trying to think of earlier with a creepy nun in the corner oh no I didn't see that we were talking about something different but um, that's what I was thinking I'll show you a picture but yeah so that's kind of my thing. I just there's things there's things that you should do in a moment when I think you fuck up, and there's things that you definitely shouldn't do. Um, I think getting defensive and combative is really yeah. So let's just so this bad. person we're not gonna we're not gonna be no, 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 we're no. not name dropping no, 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 we're no, not gonna no. explain really what happened. But this person, so Rachel, um, and she confided in me. But this person, mm-hmm. you know, got very defensive, mm-hmm. and so if you're starting out, just this is lesson number one. Like Numero uno. Own up yeah. to the mistakes that you are inevitably yeah. going to make. Yeah. Um, Rachel has the beautiful four-step Rachel Rice process. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. I need to pay, yeah, like, take note. Mm-hmm. Um, but this person came back to Rachel, and Rachel was very civil. She sent her a message being like, hey, this really isn't up to our standards. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. My client, um, you know, I don't know that it's necessarily what she was expecting. Mm-hmm. And, sure. you know, that was kind of it. And the person came back and was just like... Very defensive. Yeah. Very combative. Right. Um, which, again, I, I understand it because, especially with what we do it's a, as creatives, is it's such an integral part of who we are that when someone criticizes anything that we do, mm-hmm. it feels like a personal attack. Sure. I get that. But being a business owner is absolutely separating the business from the personal and being able to take your emotion out of it. Mm-hmm. As soon as... and and. You know, I've I've thought about this before. You know, as soon as I start getting reactive and emotional to something, my immediate, my first thought that I try to remember in every situation is, okay, 
what is triggering me deep down about the situation? If someone says something that's completely innocuous, but for some reason I am fired up about it, my first inclination is to take a step backwards and look inside of myself and see what is it that it's kind of triggering about something maybe that I that I'm not doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, with this situation, I think that a lot of defensive behavior comes from a place of insecurity and fear. Um, and, and again, I think that really the biggest thing to do, if, you, if you're not capable of doing the four steps, right? God, I'm, I'm totally Oprah. Move over, Oprah. Um, but if you're not capable of doing that process, the biggest thing is to take a step back, mm-hmm. re- try to remove the emotion from the situation as much as possible, and then come back when you have a clear head. That's why a lot of times it may take me a little bit of time to respond to certain things if there's something about the situation that has triggered me and made me upset. I need to separate my emotion from that. Otherwise, I'm not doing my best at what I do as a professional or even in relationships. Well, I think that's a really good point too because I think a lot of mistakes may come from like not addressing your emotions in your business. Yes. And that'll be something that I talk about with my... I have a pretty heavy-handed mishap that I'll get into in just a few minutes, but mine definitely stemmed from you know an emotional standpoint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know I think owning up, like Rachel said, to mishaps and like kind of step, like she said, stepping back and then maybe kind of just reevaluating yourself and yeah. what that mistake means for your business and how you, number one, you fix it. Yeah. Um, also, if you're in the creative industry, um, typically you're going to be working with a, a good network of mm-hmm. other people that also are in um, touch with a lot of other creative mm-hmm. that you know referrals it's a very small it's a very small world this industry. so yeah so we're actually located in northern virginia um right outside of dc mm-hmm. um the wine we'll say wine country the wine capital the wine of virginia yeah. um the so wine region of the east coast there are a ton like when we started out both rachel and i like there weren't a lot of wedding planners but um it's really grown and mm-hmm. now it's a kind of a mecca for <laughs> weddings <laughs> yeah right? it is i mean we are a destination i mean yeah. charlottesville and dc are destinations right. for weddings so so you know there are a lot of us out here and we are all kind of connected and, you know, we bounce referrals off of each other. So another thing to kind of be, you know, conscious about is, you know, how your reaction is going to affect your business down the line. Like if you come back and you're combative or defensive, even if you are in the wrong, even if you could have done better, if you come back and say, no, 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 like, it's not my problem. Well, guess, I mean, you know what I'm mean? not yeah. even that, but like say if you come back and just, you, you're not willing to fix your mistake yeah. or consider or that you to, made a mistake. willing to approach it. Yeah. Right. I think denial is lose. one of the biggest issues right. when it comes to that. Absolutely. And I mean, again, like you said, it's really hard because our businesses are very close to our mm-hmm. hearts. Mm-hmm. It's something that you don't really want to admit mm-hmm. to maybe fucking up. But if you yeah. do, you know, it's important to address that gracefully. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, I can tell you that this <laughs> this person, the way she responded to Rachel, like, she's probably not going to get hired again by a lot of people. Yeah. Because people don't want to deal with that type of reaction. Exactly. And I think that it's funny because I said I kind of claimed it as a four-step process. I think that we all, to a certain degree, have an addiction to comfort and to control and to success. Mm-hmm. So, like, similar to, like, the 12-step process for addiction and, and alcoholism and things like that. One of the hardest things to do, um, especially if you're very headstrong like me, is to admit that you're wrong in the first place. I think that's one of one of the biggest things that I think most people in the world have a have a struggle with is saying, "Yes, shit, I messed up. I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect person." Right. And 
although I didn't, even if you didn't intentionally go into something um, and, and have ill will against someone or, or do something purposely, it's hard to say, wow, I made, a, I made, a, made a mistake that was so bad, it really kind of fucked up a situation for another person. Nobody wants to admit that. Nobody right. wants to be like, hello, everybody, I fucked up. But that first step and that first, like, listen, maybe I didn't handle the situation in the best way possible, um, or maybe there was a mistake, let me go ahead and take a peek and do further investigation. That is just honestly the key between... I think number one on a, on a very simple basis, a great customer service experience, but also just working through your relationships, right? Like if, if I, um, we have had lots of failures in route to, to recording this podcast, right? So we've probably recorded our, our inaugural episode three times, four times. Oh my gosh. We had, (laughs) we had technical issues the first time we had more technical issues the second time. It didn't quite hit right. I think also, um, this last time, somehow, I comple- I completely shit the bed, where I somehow, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure I can make lots of excuses, it doesn't matter, but I woke up very late. I didn't think I needed to set an alarm for this, because it was so late, it was, like, comical that I would be sleeping until then. I literally wake up, and I look at my phone, and Lenny's like, it's 10 minutes before I'm supposed to be here, I'm al- almost an hour away, and she's like, hey, I'm gonna be 10 minutes late, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, I am still in bed, what happened? Um, and I felt horrible. And I probably, I'm sure I did make some excuses, which, I mean, whether they're valid or not doesn't really matter. But I felt horrible. And I was like, I am so sorry. This is not like myself. I will be there as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. But, like, that sucked for me to be like, shit, I messed up. But right. that's better than, I mean, I could have lied and been like, there was a car accident. Right. And I was stuck behind. But I was like, I, I really did. I slept in. Right. It's so unlike me, but I did. I'm so sorry. I'll be there as soon as I can. Right. Um, and it sucks to have to do that. It sucks to have to admit that you messed up. Right. You know? That you're not a perfect robot. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm, <laughs> And especially with something like this, which I was, I mean, literally like yesterday when I got home from Canada, I was like, Oh, I cannot wait for Saturday. I cannot wait to record. I'm so pumped about it. So also to to fail at something that I'm really excited about mm-hmm. too was really hard for me because I was like, I was so excited about this. You're fired. <laughs> I know. It's fine. We're gonna be I'm gonna be replaced by who were you just joking about? We're gonna replace someone. I'm gonna th- I was gonna say I was gonna throw my voice. Oh, this is when you weren't here. Billy and I were joking. Oh. I told him that you had left both of us. My husband Billy also helps out with our podcast. Billy, our producer. <laughs> Shout out, Billy. Yeah, he can hear us in the room. <laughs> Great. I love that guy. So that's, I mean, I think it's a really good point. I think you make really good suggestions and you, you know, it's nice. Because I feel like when we were learning and we were making these mistakes, that information wasn't privy. Mm-mm. I didn't know that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I learned over time that, like, it just makes better sense to own up to everything mm-hmm. and to also kind of think ahead. Like, before I apologize to this person, how can I make it better? Yeah. You know, how do I move onward what, and upwards? From right. This? What what re- resolution can I come to? What can I offer them as a solution before I even address it with them? Exactly. Um, so I'm going to talk about my mishap. So I so, so you will encounter many mishaps, many different things. All of um, them. All of them. Mine mine's pretty big. I think because it um, it really had a long lasting effect on my business, and I was not brave enough to kind of conquer it when it was happening. So it's kind of my my company's origin story, which is uh, so I mean, fitting. It it's is so fitting. it is fitting that I'd be here. So I actually this is really you know kind of a sh- shame for me. Um, I 
when I founded this company, I was not brave enough to do it myself. Um, I had reached out to um, the one other person that I knew was a wedding planner to see if she was available or, you know, looking for associates, and she wasn't. So I decided, hey, you know what? Like, I'm going to do this on my own. And I took the idea to my my friend, um, a very close friend of mine at the time, and she's like, you know what? I think that'd be an excellent idea. I'll do it with you. And I said, great. I don't want to do it by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Let's partner up. And it's, like, it's a good safety net. It is a safety net. And um, I think when you're starting out in business, I think a lot of us are afraid to go it on our own. Absolutely. I think Any, doing anything alone, honestly, right. is scary. It is. Like, Except I don't, for eating in public. That's my favorite thing to I don't do. like eating alone. Oh, <laughs> I love it. If someone's like, hey, I'm an hour late, I'm like, yes, let me just sit here and enjoy my coffee in public yeah. by myself. See, that's, but I also that's have fair. problems. I'm talking so. about like sitting down to like a three-course meal like by myself. Oh, like, that's, I love that. You would. I love going out to dinner. Like when I'm in Charlottesville for weddings, I'll just go out to dinner by myself and it's my favorite experience. We are very different people. We are. We are. And but that's why yin and yang. That's how we work. That's right. Like, You'll that hear us talk the, about that, that was the name of the <laughs> that I smoked before that. <laughs> but right. Oh, how good. fitting. That is fitting. Okay. Sorry. Back to you. Oh, no. But anyway. Let so, me make this all about myself. Back to yeah. you. So I was so afraid to do this alone that I started allowing myself to kind of, um, I don't know. I, I didn't really love everything that we were putting together. So I was like, yes, absolutely. Let's pair up. Mm-hmm. And that is where we got my business name from. Um, L and L events. Mm-hmm. If you guys are interested, which will be changing next week. Everyone's very interested. Very interested. You are a very interesting person. So my, my partner also had an L name and, um, we ended up just kind of compromising and from the get go, it just was not like, I didn't realize we just didn't mesh that well. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that it was part of being a business owner is yep, compromise. Yep. And but you don't see that until you're already in it, don't. right? That's not one of those things you can look at. No. Fut- like you can f- predict the future no. and say, oh, you know what? Th- this person's personality and my personality probably don't, don't fit mesh. very well. Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I was, you know, starting a business with my, one of my best friends yeah. and like, oh, just a hiccup. Seems like whatever, very safe. We'll, we'll yeah. work it out. Cool. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. We definitely have different dis- design styles and, mm-hmm. you know, skills as far as like treating people go Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and Mm -hmm. uh you know that's definitely very important in our our field um you know that client connection is important um and she certainly I don't think was it wasn't the right fit for her um and I knew it but I was too afraid to say something so my business suffered Mm -hmm. um I (laughs) I um was yeah I was just too terrified to say hey I don't like the design of this I don't even love our name Mm -hmm. I don't love this I don't like our website um and I remember we kind of just did our own thing we decided I was living I'm still in Virginia but she was in Maryland at the time and we decided well hey I'll take the Virginia events you take the Maryland events and we'll split the DC events or however that's going to work out and people ended up you know just booking with me um even though you know, she was supposed to be taking some of them and ended up booking with me just based on personalities. And so like that, I mean, that's a pretty big red flag. And like, I didn't see it at the time. Um, and we, well, we, I think we, that we also, one of the big issues with failure is we try to deny as much of the situation as possible for as long as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of say, well, this is fine, and we make excuses for it. Right. I think that's the biggest thing we make excuses for. That's it. What's I mean, it happening. was an excuse. Yeah. yeah, we're like, oh, no, this is fine. It's just a bad day. Right. Or this is okay. It's just like a weird flu. We'll work it out. Yeah, yeah. and you don't, you don't really look at the 
deeper meanings behind things. Because you don't want to. Right. Well, and you don't know what it means for your business if you do, right? You, opening that Pandora's box. and Absolutely. just can't fit it all back in, right? Once yeah. you open it. So, oh, yeah. um, so, you know, things go on and on and on. I, I end up actually, things start picking up right away, which is, I mean, phenomenal as a business owner starting out, you know, that's like the best feeling in the world. And, um, I remember a few months down the road getting an email being like, Oh, you've received a review. And this review was scathing. It was just like the shittiest uh, review. I, and it was... My heart sinks, sinks it, for you. It was awful. And just the shittiest review. And it was specifically... And they very... Like, they made sure to be like, this is specifically about this person. Yeah. Like, didn't end up being a client. Like, it was Oof. so bad that this has happened after, like, Oof. a meeting at a coffee shop. And she was just like, this person... Yikes. Like, like, my partner That's such rude. a visceral reaction to not even hiring, but, like, just after right. that. It's like going into a restaurant and being like, I didn't even eat here, but it's shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, here I am, my dream, just sitting here. And this is the time where, like... The only way to get business, it wasn't mm-hmm. like I had any, no. you know, Networking word of mouth and, referrals. Yeah. Um, it was all coming from these advertising sites, um, and Oof. that just crushed me. And I was too much of a chicken shit to say anything. I, I think I mentioned <sighs> I like brought it up to her, and she was just like, "Yeah, this person was horrible. Like, it mm-hmm. didn't even happen that way. Wasn't even like sure." Hey, I fucked up. Sure. And that's the thing I think that's also so important to think about in every situation. There are three sides to every story, right? right? Whenever there's two groups involved, there's this person's story, there's that person's story, and there's what actually happened. And even with my own close, dear friends, when they have situations, I'm like, well, but But. let's take a look at what actually maybe have happened. Because I'm there for you as a friend, but also maybe something else was going on. And I could say very honestly that like, I believe this person's review because this is the type of person that that my partner was. And although she was wonderfully creative, she's just not a a people person. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't fly in this industry. It just doesn't fly. And so I began to resent her um, just because of what it could have meant to my business to to lose it over somebody who just wasn't a good fit. Yeah. And, I didn't know what to do. Oh my gosh. Like I'm partnered with this person. This is my first business. It's a good friend of yours. It's a good friend of mine. Um, And praise Martha. (laughs) Praise Martha. Martha. Um, A few months later, they ended up deciding to move out of the country. Wow. And that was, she was like, look, like the company is yours. Like hope we're parting on good terms. Because at this point we weren't really talking a whole lot. It was just kind of the business day to day. Um, just because I really never got over that. Of course. But like her not taking it as mm-hmm. serious. Not owning it. Not owning it. But mm-hmm. also just like not taking the company like as, and my feelings mm-hmm. and like my dreams like as seriously as I sure. took them, right? So, no, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If, if you think that um, this person had a, had adopted the, the Rachel Rice four-step process. Yes. <laughs> dealing with your failures. If, you know, if you think that she would have come to you and said, listen, I, maybe I messed up. I'm not that good with people. I'm so sorry. I know what this means for our business. I know what that means for whatever. I'm going to try to fix it. I'm going to reach out to this person and say, listen, I'm so sorry you had a bad experience. I, I really was like, I was off that day and, and like, let me introduce you to my partner or whatever. And then like kept checking in with you. Do you think that you would have had the same negative feelings leaving that? No. Then you did. No. Right? If she had just, like, if she had just owned up to any part of it. Yeah. 
I would have been like, okay. Mm-hmm. Especially if she had taken it to the point of being like, I'm accountable. I'm going to try to f- figure out a resolution. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, I just remember when we parted ways, like the struggle of me trying to have our name changed. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and like losing that review. And like, by the way, if you're listening, reviews, they are sticky as hell. Huge. Like, they don't go away. So also, They're if there. you're listening to us and you love us, which you do, I know that you do, mm-hmm. uh, leave us a review wherever you're listening to this fine podcast. Right. We really, really appreciate we it. We appreciate it. Don't ruin our dreams. Please don't ruin our dreams. Listen, there are so many people out there. Also, Lenny mentioned that I'm scrappy earlier. I will find you. She'll cut you. I will cut you. She'll cut you. Okay, continue. Anyway, so that was my, you know, that was my big mishap. And imagine having the biggest mishap of your entire career mm-hmm. at the very beginning. And I think I was able to kind of look back on it and be like, this is, hey, this is a good learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. It's a good lesson. I'm not going to be that person. Mm-mm. I now know how to yep. handle situations like this. Yeah. My goal is to never have a scathing review. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean I'm going to bend over backwards for every potential no. client, but I'm going to address issues as sure. they come up and I'm going to be more responsible um, person in business and just in life because it also made me realize like, yep. I don't want to be that person that treats people that way. Mm-hmm. Um, needless to say, uh, I don't have a good relationship with my business partner, ex-business partner, um, former business partner. I am actually, I am phoenixing. I am. Yes, you are, girl. girl. Um, So yeah, I'm rebirthing. Yeah, I'm, you know, having a rebirth of my brand uh, to kind of celebrate it. Which I'm so pumped for. And I don't know why I hung on so long. I think it was just a matter of being kind of in the... I don't know. Everything is going fine. Cool. Yeah. But now I want to grow and to grow, I need to kind of shed that skin. Right. And I I don't think honestly that you were ready to grow. I think that that, I think that, you know, to be very crunchy, (laughs) I I don't think that things happen. I think that things happen when you're ready for them. Mm -hmm. And maybe this, this regrowth, this rebrand, this new chapter in your life, you weren't ready for before. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you know, you got married, you had a baby, you had all these things happening. If you would have tried to do this a year ago or a couple of years ago, I don't know that it would have been the right time for you. No, I think you you're know? right. I think you're right. Um, and I think too, like it just finally got to this point where like everybody was like, oh, hey, like, like yeah. your name, who's your partner? Like, is that supposed to be somebody else? And I had to be like, uh. Well, you know what's funny about that? I, <clears throat> you, you have said that to me before and I've never been like, oh, L and L is another L. I was just like, oh, Linnean love. I don't know. Whatever. I, right. So I shitty. Yeah. But deep down when you have gone through that experience, it's right. so, it's so harsh. It's so inside yeah. of you that you feel that and you're, I think you're very self-conscious of it, right? Mm-hmm. You're very like self-aware. Right. So when people come up to you and they're like, oh, L and L, explain the brand to me, you're immediately triggered by. Right that experience by this failure mm-hmm. by this mishap by yeah. this bad decision on my part sure. and it's, it's hard like to me and like Jaeger I oh, immediately girl. triggered immediately Get that actually absolute there. citron don't oh, that would be um soco for me oh. like not good like, guys write into us write into us on the email or on instagram and i want you to comment on the the thing that triggers you the most it can definitely be alcohol it doesn't have to be but i want to hear that yeah or food poisoning but mm. those are some good stories big mac first time i ever oh, ate a big yeah. mac first and only Starbucks. time i had it yeah <gasps> Really? Yeah. Oh man. It are was we, a chai. Are we gonna get sued for defamation? No, no, no. But probably. No, I didn't even. It was my fault. So. Oh, it wasn't my fault. It I mean, was I'm assuming definitely McDonald's fault on yeah. my part. You live, you learn. Yeah, that's fine. So anyway, so that's a you know I think 
if I can survive that, yeah. I think that's a good lesson to be learned that if you kind of just dig your heels in, if you really, really want it, you yes. can learn to you pick work back, your way. Pick yourself back up. Right. Pick yourself back up. But I think also it's important to note that you did things the right way. You didn't have any sort of... Um, negativity or ill will towards this other person and you also were like okay let me stop and analyze the situation let me understand what happened mm -hmm. and let me understand how to fix it right you know which again is part of part of the four-step Rachel system that's right Can I just, Rachel Bryce while, while we're Trademark. talking about this I just have to say talking about this have you, do you watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia I hate that <gasps> no yeah. are you serious I know, I know. I, I hate it. It's love, so cringy. I love that show so it much. It makes my like my like jaw hurt because I'm like grinding really? my teeth. It's so painful. I love it. So if you don't watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you, first of all, you have to. It's not on Netflix anymore, which is garbage. It is on Hulu though, which is why I just signed up for Hulu because I'll rewatch it every day. But there's a character in the show named Dennis who is like he's like the the most attractive of the group, but he thinks he's like this huge stud. He's also really creepy, but he doesn't yeah. realize it. So there's this episode where he's teaching everybody about what he calls the Dennis system. Oh, I remember that. So yeah. every time I talk about the Rachel system, I'm like, oh my god. So his his system, and you have to watch this episode if you don't. If you don't know, it's always sunny. Please watch this episode. It's hysterical. It's very very dark. It's very raunchy but it's hysterical um so his dentist system is d demonstrate value e engage physically n nurturing dependence n neglect emotionally i inspire hope and s separate entirely and basically that's dennis's system for relationships like he basically is a pure psychopath and like abuses these women m mentally and emotionally and then like leaves them and he's like yeah this is this is my use basically to like get laid and I just, every time I say the, the Rachel system, which seems like such a narcissistic attitude already, I'm just like, oh, I am, I am Dennis now. I am now Dennis Reynolds. In more, more ways than one. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I just had to bring that up. I mean, maybe, I your, maybe your system will be successful in that arena for you. I'm just saying, I'm going to, I'm going to write about it. I'll, I'll share, I'll share it again with you guys if you haven't written it yeah. down, which you should, you should be taking notes. Yeah. Always on our podcast. So I think it's important to you, like, you know. There are going to be things that, and there will be mishaps that Rachel and I both encounter in the future. <laughs> so many, so is, many mishaps. You know, we we're if doing, you're ready to watch people just completely fuck up, right? This is this is where you want to be. This is the you're what the did right you place. call me? A grease fire. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch the grease fire that is Rachel Rice and the baking soda that is Lenny Hughes, um, welcome. Yeah, you're, you're in the right place. You are in the right place. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, there are going to be so many things that you will encounter that you can just not prepare for. And whether they're big and like minor, maybe they're minorly impactful. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, they're majorly impactful. Maybe they're impactful. majorly impactful. Maybe and figuring bigly. out how to pivot. Maybe they're bigly impactful. Bigly. Billions. Millions and millions. <laughs> Is it like Dr. Evil? Millions of dollars. Yeah, but, but it's really billions because he yeah. doesn't know. He's been cryogenically frozen, right? That I don't thing. know. <sighs> uh, America. Anyways. Anyways. All right. So, yeah. I think that so was good. I think it's good. Yeah. So, um, if you guys have any questions, maybe about a mishap that you guys have gone through or how to handle advice. mishap advice. Relationship it, advice. Yeah. How to put out grease fires. How to put out a grease fire. Yeah. Send um, us an email. Send us an email at effedupsuccesses at gmail.com. And if you want to follow along on our journey on Instagram. Which you should be. Even yeah. though social media is evil and is going to contribute to the fall of humanity, mm -hmm. uh, we are at effed.up.successes on Instagram. And you can find us there. We're going to be posting 
all of the fun things about our episodes, um, things that we like and find interesting, um, things that are relevant to the episode, probably. I'll and post. maybe not relevant. And maybe not relevant. It's just going to be a lot. It's just going to be a hodgepodge. And you know what? If you weren't here for the hodgepodge, again, you can just you can fuck right off. There it is. All right, you guys. You're beautiful. We love all of you. Um, wherever you're listening to this, if you do find yourself in a place where you can leave us a review, it would mean really a lot to us. Um, I'm not going to bribe anybody, but like, if you leave us a review, she'll figure something out. I'm going to figure something out for you. <laughs> it's definitely going to work. She'll leave you creepy little love notes or something. Like I'm going to leave you flaming bags of dog poop on your. Just don't put. If you would leave a bad review. review, no, that's fine. Yeah. Isn't that threatening? That's I'm I'm the mafia of effed up successes. There you go. I love it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We we love all of you, um, and we'll see you next week for our next episode. 